Hey babes, welcome to Bravo Group Chat, a weekly podcast about your favorite Bravo celebrities. Join us as we dive into the reality behind reality TV. All right, guys, welcome back. Today we are so excited because we are joined by the beautiful Bali from Family Karma. Bali, how are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I hear doing good. Like COVID and quarantine ending, so yes. Well, you're you're like super lucky because you're in Miami still, right? You're in Florida, mm-hmm. so you're in a totally different phase of COVID than we are up here in Pittsburgh. I mean, we I don't even know. Like you, when you're in Miami, you're like, did COVID even really happen here? Like, <laughs> oh my god, we have no manners. We've ne- we were just saying like you look amazing and I can't believe like when you said your age on the show we were like no way believe it <laughs> I feel like I was age shamed the entire season every time I was on screen my like my number came my age came flashing did. next to me oh did- yeah I did notice that it was like everyone had to know that you were 44 <laughs> everybody had to be reminded that the reason the nonsense is coming out of her mouth <laughs> she's just oh. That's crazy and old. But like, um, Anisha, what? She's 30. She's close to 35, right? She's 36 now, actually. Yeah, I I thought so. I thought she was a little bit older than me. Yeah. And then like Brian and Monica are younger. Yeah. So she's the outside of after me. She's the second eldest, but she's still 10 years younger than me. I'm 46. That's okay. I have friends that are 10 years older than me. Yeah. I would never, ever think that like you could easily pass for 30, if not younger. And I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass. I like swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I love that. Well, and then Um, you put your daughter on the show. I was like, no way. (laughs) And she's going to be 20 end of this month. Oh my God. How is she doing? She went away to, did she go away to college? She did. She went to Fordham University in New York City. Oh. And, um, but you know. Like, what are you going to do? She, right. She was there for a semester and barely her spring semester. So she actually just did one semester. In New oh, York City. because of COVID, they sent her home. virtual. I'm oh, sorry. Oh my gosh. So I was going to say, so they sent her home. So yeah, it was New York, like New York City, like literally oh, yeah. a year ago. I think it was like a year ago today. She was home. It shut down. We aired on um the 8th of march which was a sunday and she yeah. couldn't come for the premiere party because monday she had midterms and she was scheduled to come on thursday anyway after her midterms for just 10 days for spring break and when she came back for spring break on the 12th she never went back they were just like don't we're we're shut we're good Oh, I feel so bad for her. Like you get so excited to go away to college so and then sad. that first year experience is like stolen from you. It's so sad. I feel terrible for them. I feel oh, terrible for the college kids. Have they been, has she been virtual this whole year then? Mm-hmm. She's been virtual uh, since last year. Actually. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. So, yeah. Is she Is she living with you then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you love having her back? Mm-mm. No, oh my gosh, I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. No. On the show, you were you were having trouble with like her moving. Oh my god, I still have like I still pain over that, but like try having a 19-year-old come home 
after she's just had like six months of a taste of like some sort of freedom. Yes. And I've always said like, you know, Anushka didn't choose like a college campus. She didn't choose, she didn't choose a collegiate experience uh, to go away to. She chose a city. She chose like yeah. it was a lifestyle choice. You totally. Know? So she chose to have a lifetime experience, life experience. And even though I'm super cool and there's like, like there's very little, very few rules at home. Um, it just sucks to like have a taste of that sense of independency and then have it snatched away from you. Yeah, I can imagine, especially living in New York City. It's such an experience. Correct. Correct. So it's not just about like your college experience. It was like a lifestyle choice she made and that's taken away. Now she's back in suburbia with mom <laughs> and you know, there's no one to blame for it. Right. Like can't, she can't be yelling at her. She's, it's not like she, it's not like it's her grades. It's not like it's this, that, or the other, she can't do anything about it. So the only person to take it out on is mom, <laughs> mom gets all the shit. And it's not like you can do anything. <laughs> And I'm like, Anushka, stop, like, yelling at me. You're not grounded. You have no restrictions. You (laughs) can't go anywhere because nothing. And again, like for me, there's a bunch of things to do in Miami because I'm 46. I like to go. We like our kind of socializing is different because we like totally do dinners and you can sit and enjoy two, three bottles of wine at a restaurant and be fine. Yeah. Kids want to party. Right. And go to the club. There's no party scene. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And the party scene that is available for, for me is too expensive for them. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) absolutely. Right. Like you're not going to. Unless she's hanging out with me, which is often because that's the great part about like our, our community in um, Miami. And I'm sure you saw that on family karma. Like there's no boundaries. Like we're all friends with each other. It's not like, oh, like the moms and the parents and, and the kids, we're all friends. So she comes out with me often enough with mm-hmm. friends. Um, but, you know, at the same time, I don't want her to be everywhere because it's not, right. you know, I need to adult well, as well. Totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I need to get some sort of fucked up without having, <laughs> having your kid there. <laughs> And yelling at me and policing me. Right? right. Like, mom, you're embarrassing. Don't do that. <laughs> or like, or you've had too much to drink. In the oh my God. Like, give me a break, kid. Come on. You don't know what too much to drink is. <laughs> I actually love that about what, what we saw on the show about your culture. Um, I really, because I've, I watched, I don't know, in the beginning of quarantine, COVID lockdown, um, Indian matchmaking was on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Did you watch that? I did. It was actually three months after us. Okay. So I absolutely loved watching that show because I just love learning about other cultures, especially yeah. ones that I don't know much about. Mm-hmm. And I loved, like, I'm a little bit controlling in life. So I love <laughs> the way that the mothers are very controlling with the dating. I'm sure it's very obnoxious to you. Um, but I do, I love the family community, like you, like you had mentioned. Love before. it. And I'm going to be honest with you. It's not obnoxious to me. Like I, when I watched Indian matchmaking, not to take away from family karma at the moment, but when I watched Indian matchmaking, 
like the, my first round of it, I was cringing just because I was like, wow, this is all so familiar to, yeah. <laughs> uh, like to the voices I had to hear when I lived in India, not as per my childhood with my parents, because my parents are super cool. But like when it comes right down to it, I was cringing because I was like, I don't want people to assume this is the only layer of our world because it's sure. like that. You know right. what I mean? It's just not like that. And I also wanted it to be like, I had to watch it a couple of times to appreciate it and appreciate like the obnoxiousness of the one of the moms and like mm-hmm. lady, the matchmaker and stuff. It really just comes down to like, no matter how you dissect it, it really just comes down to you want your kid to be happy. And it's different from like us setting our friends up on dates now. And you know what I mean? Like I want to check all the boxes before I recommend somebody for a friend of mine. And it's basically, it's, it's a lot like that with the financial aspect considered. Like going to be able to take care of my child. Right. So, you know, the whole matchmaking thing or the arranged marriage thing is very much about like the social structure, because in India, there is a social structure and there has been for so many years. There's a lower class, there's a middle, there's upper middle class now. And when those worlds collide, even in like our modern world, even in the world that we live in, Mm -hmm. you end up with somebody or with a man that's not half as successful as you are. You know what I mean? Like there, there's hard. Yeah, there's a tug of war. So it, yeah. it's back from like when your family just wanted to make sure that you were with your, it was a lateral move. Okay. So you weren't, um, you weren't emotionally abused or judged for not having as much or having too much. Mm-hmm. But it really just comes down to the the kids being happy because nobody's putting a gun to anybody's head. Um, Having said that, I much preferred watching Indian matchmaking. I thought that was far more true to what we as a culture bring to the table than watching something scripted like Never Have I Ever. Right, like a movie, yeah. Totally. So I actually... I mean, we're kind of going all over the place, but yeah, I'm sorry. We, no, it's okay. I Netflix so I was, call me. I'm yeah. like, I'm just plugging all right? Netflix. <laughs> so I went to an Indian wedding um, two summers ago, and it was, and I've been to many weddings, many, many uh-huh. weddings. You know, Americanized weddings, but I went to an Indian wedding here in Pittsburgh, and it was one of the most like spectacular things that I've ever <laughs> seen in my whole entire life. And I, I mean, they had horses and in Pittsburgh, I was like, I mean, we do have a big Indian culture here or yeah, you do. And, um, I just was like, holy crap, this is amazing. I want, I want to, I want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> like no so joke, cool. no joke. I think the first time I got married, when I got married to Anishka's dad, I think part of like the being so ready for marriage, ready for marriage at 21. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think, yeah, part of being ready at that age was just like the grandeur. Of, yeah. 
things, you know what I mean? And your clothes and your jewelry. And I had just had two cousins get married the year before that. So I was like, yes. I want this. Yeah. Did you, exactly was your um, wedding to Anishka's dad, was that in India? It was in Bombay with 1,200 people, seven days straight. And like, I got married one day and our reception had to be the next day because we knew planning the wedding, we were going to be so tired. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. We wanted an outfit change and like a complete different outfit change. And we were just like, it's just best to do the, have the reception, host the reception the next day. So we're somewhat rested. Yeah. And we can like look fantastic. And I still ended up actually, like when I say I like blacked out and kind of got dizzy, passed out and had to sit. I don't mean from alcohol. Right. Just so like exhausted. Yeah. Exhausted. And back in the day, like in India, when you get married, even till today, a lot of the weddings are, it's a, it's, it's a, at least back then it was about like the families. It's almost like you're, mm. the families are hosting, you know, um, not just their families, but friends and people in the community and their customers and their clients and their bankers, everybody that they need to reciprocate with. Okay. Oh, wow. So the couple for the reception, for the first half of the reception, the couple is actually standing on a stage. Yeah, that was, that happened at the wedding that I went to and the, the ceremony was, I think like six hours long and the family was, I'm sure you have a name for it, but it had, it was like four columns. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there were like beautiful drapes yep. and the whole entire family sat up there and yeah you know, I don't know any of the terms, um, that's showing my ignorance, but I, I mean, it was, it was so beautiful and stunning. Yeah. Like, and it was yeah. it, half of it was not in English. So, I mean, I didn't even know what was going on and I still loved it. Oh, <laughs> yay. That makes me happy. Well, that's the wedding ceremony. I'm talking about just, I'm talking about the reception. Yeah. The receptions are crazy. Reception, when there's nothing religious involved, none of that is happening. There's no ceremony involved. You stand as a couple on the stage while all your guests come up to greet you, give you your gift, take a picture. Wow. So like halfway Sounds through exhausting. that reception, I like was like, hours. hours, I needed to sit. I was like, I'm going to pass out. Oh my gosh. Outfit, my reception outfit weighed 32 pounds. <gasps> Shut up. Wow. No, like I had oh. suspenders inside. Like I had like to hold it up skirt up over my top. Wow. Oh my goodness. That's insane. Yeah. So like how out of the, you said 1200 people there, like how many of them do you think you knew personally? Well, again, not more than 150 because I was right. in Miami. So it was just my family and very close friends. The rest were all his people. And right. Was, wow. Hi, thank you, auntie. Thank you, uncle. Thank you. <laughs> Auntie, thank you, Uncle. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's and all those lights on you. Yeah. Wow. Sweating. That's insane. But having said that, they're the best weddings ever. Yeah. I'll have to experience one. <laughs> so my boyfriend, actually, his best friend is from India and he lives there now. Um, and my boyfriend was in his wedding in India. 
Oh, and, wow. Yeah. A couple years ago. And I, I, we were not together at that time. Um, but I've seen photos of him like in the wedding and it was really How fun. Yeah. And he said it was like a four day party. Well, good. I mean, from what I hear, there might be like a couple of weddings, family karma season two, three, four. <gasps> well, Ooh. I love that. Yeah. We want to know about Brian and Monica. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. So I have a question. I thought at the end of, um, season one, we saw, uh, Vishal and Richa got like, their big engagement ceremony mm -hmm. and whatever. And then I feel like a couple months ago on Instagram, there was mm -hmm. all this stuff being posted about how they're now officially engaged. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. I swear it was on there. Cause we had like booked you maybe like a few weeks after, I mean, so this was probably like a couple, like, like I said, a couple months ago. And I was just confused because I thought they already did like the traditional official. They engagement. did. So who posted that they were official? One of them posted their No, 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 no. It was like on some, like just random, I'll have to try and find it. But yeah. I, I saw this thing on there and I was like, I'm so confused. Cause I even made a note of it. I like typed it out. And I was like, well, I have to everybody's about confused about Vishal and Richa, including Vishal and Richa. <laughs> really? So they're not married yet. There, well, you're going to have to watch season two. Oh, so I'm so excited. Now I saw that you guys had to halt filming because one of the crew got COVID, right? Maybe. Okay. We'll just, <laughs> she's going to stay tight left. Do, do, is there a premiere date? I know nothing of, I know as much about season two as you do. Oh my gosh. Well, we're super excited. Like I watched the first season and I was like, I want more right now. Oh, <laughs> yay. I just that makes love, me happy. I love, like, so I good. loved all the moms and the aunties and like, I just loved, I thought it was a great cast. It was, I remember yeah. it was right when like, it was in when COVID was going on and my Literally. husband and I were like, all right, it's time for family karma night yet. Is it family karma night oh, yet? <laughs> yay. Literally it was March 8th. We premiered March 8th and I think we were all in lockdown by the 15th. I think like, yeah, yeah, it was like we were shut down. And funny enough, I wasn't on the first episode. I got introduced. I on noticed that. Yeah. Um, so how did, how were you cast? We were cast, well, we were cast initially through Anisha. So Anisha has always been very, very active on social media, even when she lived in New York and stuff. And um, from my understanding, a casting agency like reached out to her just because she was a food blogger and she, you know, she has great content and all of that. Stuff. And um, this was quite a few years ago and they were looking to do something culturally with like something culturally with the Indians and stuff. At the time um, she lived in New York and she pitched or discussed rather um, kind of following her life with her family. At the time, they decided the casting agency maybe decided it was a little bit before the before the the American audiences were ready for something cultural. Like like really? Sunset was just blowing up, and I, I don't know if they wanted to go in that direction. So uh, they told Anisha, "Well, great, funny, you're hilarious, you know, not right now." And then a couple of years or a few years later, she relocated to Miami. And within months of that, they called her again and they were like, I think we're ready. So do you want to do this? And she's like, it's actually the best time now because I'm, yeah. I'm back at home with like, what do you guys want? Because now I'm 
not just a single girl in New York, not just a single Indian girl in New York, or, you know, with a boyfriend, I like live at home with my parents, I've got grandparents, and um, she was closest to Vishal, so they were like, can you come up with some great personalities that have a different story to tell from the typical stereotype that we, mm -hmm. the nation, think or know of Indians. Um, her color close, and then Vishal and Amrit, their best friends. So it kind of all, I was actually recommended. So it was Anisha and Monica were the girls and um, the casting agency was like, we need, we need, we are looking for one more girl. We want like somebody that's totally different. Um, and I remember Amrit calling me because Amrit and I were really, really close. And he says this to me, this was, Literally, this is, I saw Amrit in Chicago. I celebrated my birthday in Chicago in July. And him and I were on the river. O'Malley, him and I were on the river having drinks. And him and I were just like talking so much nonsense and so much garbage. And he looked at me and he's like, how are you and I, like, why don't you and I have, or why are you and I are not on TV together? He said this to me in July. Oh my God. Um, yeah. And November, he calls me the day after Diwali. I'm still like hungover from Fire Tower. <laughs> and um, he's like, remember that conversation? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, <laughs> he briefs me on what's happened in the last few weeks of his life. And he's like, and we need one more girl. And they keep saying we need one more really hot girl. We need a hot girl. <laughs> we need one hot girl. Yes. <laughs> Who's got a different story, you know? Sure. And he was just yeah, like, you don't fit the typical Indian, right? Story, right? And he's like, and you know, yeah. And he's like, you know, not that you wouldn't have fit the first round, but like, we just did. We weren't anticipating that they would be okay with somebody that much older than the rest of us. Because again, like Monica is a baby. Sean's. I, I was there when Sean was born. I was at the hospital when Sean was. Born. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh! Shut up. <laughs> no. No. Wait, how old is Monica? Is she in her 20s? Yeah. Yeah, she's not there yeah. yet. And how old is Sean in his early 20s? Sean is younger than Monica. Sean's actually the baby of the group. Oh my gosh. And Monica's like 28. 20. Oh, wow. Yeah. Monica's not 30, but I think she's maybe 28, 29. Yeah. I think it was really funny. I think it was Monica that said, she's like, I don't understand why my parents didn't give me a traditional Indian name. <laughs> Everything about Monica, I find um, boring. <laughs> no, I can agree with you on that. Like, she's a little like everything that Anisha was saying about her, like in the first season, like, get over it. Like, get over yourself. Well, here, and here's the thing, like, again, what do you mean? Like, here we are on a television show where we're, super empowered about like being the first Indian Americans on American television, first full Indian cast on American television. And this is our chance to, to show that we don't all talk like this and we don't all. <laughs> um, and when you go in saying, well, and, and she didn't say it. In fairness to Monica, she didn't say she was the perfect Indian girl. But yes, I've known Monica since she was a child. And I, I think she comes from a place of just a, a complete sense of insecurity because when her 
funny enough, when her parents were divorcing and when I was divorcing for the first time, it was the same time. But it's two oh. generations, right? Yeah. Like right. their social structure was just not, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't speak for her and her family. Fortunately, my parents were like, my kid's divorced. She's not happy. She's home. Right. Yeah, like whatever. Why live in misery when you can right. fix it? So now? like Anushka was going through her parents' divorce the same time Monica's parents were going through a divorce. But like divorce has never been a bad word in my home. Mm-hmm. Right. Doesn't need to be a bad word. It doesn't need to be like the death of a family. It can almost be like the beginning of two. Sure. Totally. Um, so the whole like, but, but I feel like my experience with Monica has been like, she's really tried so hard as she's growing up to be like that perfect Indian girl, just because it, just because, just because I came from a divorced family doesn't mean that I don't have the core values of the perfect Indian. Oh, I get what you're saying. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I like, get just it. because I come from a divided home doesn't mean I'm not that perfect Indian girl. And here's the thing. Like who says and who writes these rules? Like right. Indian girl. We come from the land of Kama Sutra, bitch. Right, exactly. <laughs> like who's the perfect anything? <laughs> and I feel like as she gets older, she'll learn, she'll learn that, that yeah. you cannot try to live up to expectations because you just are never going to have a happy and fulfilling life. And even if that means quote unquote like disappointing a family like your parents or something like that, like it's it's but so stupid. I feel like her dad just loves her so much. Her like, dad is so wonderful. He's I, yeah, I don't think just... that he would be disappointed with her at all for anything. I actually Oh, I don't think I don't think her sense of striving to be like that perfect girl is coming from a place of not wanting to disappoint her dad. I think she knows that her dad is her biggest cheerleader. I think so thing I think she I think and again I'm speaking on behalf of her and I shouldn't but this is just me having some sort of insight on being a single mom and have been and and raising a young girl just Monica was and still is I think Monica's struggle comes from making sure that she checks all the boxes like an inner yeah. I think it's more about her. She knows that her dad's, listen, her dad wants her to be at a boy in a boy's room at three in the morning. Right. <laughs> so seven years old, that's what you should be doing. You right. should be in a boy's room at three in the morning on a Saturday night. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Does her mom live in Miami? Yes, she does. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So let's talk a little bit about like your experience with filming. Like was it weird filming at first? Like what was like, how much did it interrupt your daily life? Like talk to us about that a little bit. Um, you know, filming for sure. Like, again, we're not, we're not actors, right? So this yeah. is not something that any of us have done before. Um, not to mention we come from like a culture that is not used to putting shit out there. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like, so that on its own, um, was just like, okay, we've got to go in. And it takes a minute because again, you know, the producers, the production crew comes in with a lot of like, we are family, trust us, we got you, trust us, we got you. 
And then the minute you're doing something batshit crazy, they're running with it. And you're like, Jesus. <laughs> Was there any cultural backlash from the community whenever your stuff aired, your show aired? Um, or even fortunately when you enough, no, because again, I think that we were, I think all of us, uh, or most of us rather, were we, and it takes a minute, like there were moments that I would actually tell the producer, give me a script, because that's actually easier. Yeah. <laughs> tell me what you want me to say. Right. <laughs> it's actually easier. Um, so I think most of us were pretty true and authentic to ourselves and what we were feeling at the time and our, and our journey at the time. Um, but for those, those of them that weren't, I, I can't like now looking back at the time, I was just like, why am I like putting all my shit out there and seeming like this crazy person when somebody else is like, mm. right. For sure. That would be frustrating. Now, you know, now looking back, I'm like, God, that's, like it's tough I'm sure I just put it all out there and until you see the final product you just don't know and I think all of us went in going and up until family karma I want to say and and correct me if I'm wrong you guys have a bravo group chat so you've watched it all but I think that up until family karma bravo was very laser focused on the heavy and the drama and we yeah. came in as light drama we totally as drama that wasn't there are moments that I'm watching some of the housewife franchises and I'm like I need to turn this off because the screaming is too much I right. <laughs> yeah you know what I mean I'm like this is too much and it's it's not even too much screaming it's just mean and Annoying. it's <laughs> unkind yeah. and it's just toxic that's what I loved about your show personally, because I love learning, like I said before, about different cultures. I mean, I, you know, I don't know if you watched um, Mexican Dynasties. We it did. was another, oh, yeah. So unfortunately they got canceled and I was really bummed because I loved learning about their culture and I really yeah. truly did learn things. Like I, this is very ignorant of me, but I did not know that some Mexican people are Jewish. Like I had no idea. And like, to me, that's really stupid that I didn't know that. That's but, not ignorant. That's, I wouldn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, felt I don't like, think I, would I felt that. a little yeah, bit. I wouldn't know that. Like, oh, I didn't know that. And so that's why I loved your show too, because I felt like I learned things that I didn't know about, about more about your yeah. culture and you know, I, so I was a teacher before and we had a lot of um, Indian students, Nepali students, and we would always kind of talk a little bit about Diwali, but I really didn't dive into it too much because my kids were five years old. So, right. you know, we, we just did like a light base of, you know, just yeah. to celebrate, to incorporate their culture, but watching it on your show was so awesome too and I oh yeah that makes me happy like what you said about not bringing the drama like I loved that part of your show like I mean and we had and let me and I'm gonna be honest with you for for who we are and who we are as a community the drama that you saw on family karma was real and was stressful mm -hmm. for I'm sure again as a culture as a community 
whatever we go through, we kind of go through behind closed doors. We're very protective of what's happening in our lives and all of that. Um, so like to put it all out there and like have like episode one open with Lopa just being um, crazy vile yeah yeah <laughs> like vile because that that's not even like that's not even like a that's not even like haha that's funny she's a boss bitch that's vile it yeah. was like and it's funny to me because I feel like you can't talk that way about people and like someone else and it just like be okay you know what I mm -hmm. mean and here's the thing you're not in your city you're not in your hometown you're not with your friends it's not like there was a scene of her sitting with her sisters and her best friend going I don't think this person is good enough for my daughter mm -hmm. he was literally sitting at our Diwali gala right our families that she barely knows right talking shit about Michelle that's not okay right come to my house eat my food drink my drink right even like mm. Richa like the one scene where her and Vishal are sitting at the bar and she tells and she's telling him all season to like grow a set of balls be a man my husband was literally watching it with me and was like if this would have been us and we were filming and you spoke to me this way on camera <laughs> I would have fucking walked out and let you sit there like it was so demasculating and like it's horrifying and forget filming it was like uncomfortable yeah. forget filming this is emasculating in life like right I, well even like, how did his mom horrible. feel like oh and vishal's mom was so is so sweet she you, seems so sweet and you know vishal's mom like so like vishal's mom vishal's family has been one of like my family, Vishal's family, Amrit's family, we've like been like the original, like part of the community. We've mm -hmm. over years, over years. Um, I mean, Vishal's mom is like one of the kindest, sweetest, most spiritual human beings you'll ever meet. You can, you can see that. I mean, at least you I know she's I literally, totally. yeah. Anji Reshma is literally one of the kindest, sweetest, most, and again, spiritual human beings you'll ever meet. I love that. For Lopa to just come in guns blazing like that. And, and when guns blazing with the side note of he wants to be an actor, reality TV, gross, yuck, blah, blah. Yeah. You came in thirsty and you came in blonde and thirsty when right. you were brown and Oh, so that was like, she did like a That's little a face process. change before she started showing, before the cameras came up. No, I'm, I'm not a fan and I'm not a fan because again, I'm team Reshma and I just, I'm not, it's not even about Vishal and Richa for me, for me, right. about Reshma, you know what I mean? She's been my mom's friend. She's my friend. We're like in the same drink circle. Um, she hosted my parents' 25th wedding anniversary party. Aww, love that. You know, that's how long, and I'm 46. Yeah. Um, so you've known her for a very long I, it's time. It's just, you know, Vishal and Richard can go figure them themselves out. I don't when he said that, so she said at their engagement ceremony, I love you. And when he was like, oh, she's only told me that like four times. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I what about her going down on her knees? 
Oh my gosh. I know. And then like the whole, like the whole, like, eh, eh, eh thing. Like, I'm like, I'm so embarrassed right now. And I'm just watching this on camera. And it's not cute. No, it makes him look, it just, I feel so bad for Vishal because from a viewer standpoint, it makes him look a certain way. And it's like, it's one thing to do something behind closed doors. And like, trust me, I'll say shit to my man behind closed doors that I would never say oh, to them in public. 100%. Like ever, you can't. 100%. Yeah, let alone on film. And like, call me like old fashioned, but like, you don't you do not do that to your man. Like, you know. Well, you and, that's my, and that's my thing. I am old fashioned. Like, I promise you half the things that I probably want to talk about and say, I get canceled for because we live in a canceled world. Oh, 100%. We live in a canceled world, but I am very old school like that when it comes to relationships, rules of a relationship, where a man needs to be, where a woman needs to be in a relationship. There There are fine lines that you don't cross and to each his own, because again, who am I to give a relationship advice, right? Like- I mean, whatever floats your boat, but like, whatever, but I just, I'm like, if you're going to put, but again, that's why I'm like, don't feel bad for Vishal. He's okay with putting it out there. And he did put it out there and he let it happen. I I don't feel bad for Vishal. His parents didn't sign up for this kind of nonsense. Yeah. That I do feel bad about. Yeah. Yeah. Like Vishal's had years of this and I'm going to tell you something. Richa is a great like she's one of my favorite people yeah fun she's great but that just doesn't mean that I think they're great with each other like that you can like she's a fun girlfriend to me yeah sure (laughs) I mean she'll empower me and she'll make me feel great um she relates to me because she was raised by a single mom and I'm a single mom Mm -hmm. but doesn't mean that she's a she's a great partner to Vishal I think that is just yeah. Yeah, they, I I feel like there's there's just some whatever. I, I'm I'm interested to see how that plays out in season 2. I really am. Yeah. So, so nice. one thing I noticed about your show that's different than like uh Shaw's of Sunset or like a Vanderpump Rules is that you guys break down that fourth wall a lot. Like your yeah. producers. So was that always the intention behind like was it like the way your stuff was filmed? No, no, that wasn't, I mean, if that was the production's intention and the network's intention, we certainly did not know. Mm -hmm. As had we known, I think we would have all been having meltdowns and been like, fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, we broke the fourth wall unintentionally. I just think that we came in again in a much lighter space, mm-hmm. the fourth wall wasn't contentious and wasn't toxic. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. Breaking the fourth wall wasn't like when one of us is flipping a table yeah. or screaming and shouting and trying to like drag somebody down. Um, breaking the fourth wall became, became like tongue in cheek because we were like that scene of me sitting in my office going, yeah. Ranting about like working, and then I'm like, oh my god, please cut that. Did I just really say that? Did I really just say burn the bitch bra, like burn burn the bra bitch or whatever? Like I'll slap. I was like, oh my god, cut that. So I think like because we were lighter, Mm -hmm. um, it was easier to include the backstory. Yeah, 
because we just, it, it wasn't super toxic. I don't know. And again, that's my assumption, but going into production and filming, that was not our intention, even a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did any of the other um, Bravo celebrities on any of the other shows reach out to you like once the show aired or before and offer any type of advice or anything like that? Um, you know, funny enough, the cast of Summer House is actually really kind. And really? They, yeah, they were really, really nice. Um, they they reached out. We shared, we shared producers. So okay. Like we had a crew that went from them that came straight to us. Um, so they were actually super kind and, and just fun. And I actually met all of them in New York at a party. And like, I was, you know, like it's that first day of like high school where yeah. I'm the freshman, <laughs> I'm the seniors, but they were so fun. Like, like from the minute we were introduced at the party, they were all like, oh my God, we can't, we've been waiting to meet you guys and girls and this, that, and the other. And like, fast forward to three hours later, I'm partying with like Luke, Carl, Kyle, Anushka, O'Malley. That's so and, cool. Um, and we were, we were about to take a photo. Like, so O'Malley and I and Vishal and Anushka, we were all about to take like a family karma fun photo. And we were kind of waiting for like Luke and I were having a conversation right before he took his photo and it was his it was right before his first season aired okay so he was just chatting about like the adrenaline and he's like you guys are gonna be fine you guys are gonna kill it I've seen some of it this that and the other and um and I'm like, okay. And then they move away for them for the picture and we get scooted into the picture. So he he looked at me and he's like Take your picture and I'll keep talking to you. I, I want to keep talking to you. And O'Malley looked at him and he's like, no, you won't. Ah, <laughs> no, that's you won't. hilarious. But then now they're like best friends. Oh, that's uh, cute. Hours later, we're at a bar and Luke is like, I'm going to go home and drink some scotch and just play my guitar. And O'Malley's like, I get it. I'd fuck you too. Of course, uh, <laughs> of course you're going to go home and play the guitar and you're stupid. Typical. <laughs> Like you're McKellen. I get it. That's so so funny. I mean, Luke is pretty freaking hot, but he's a total douchebag, but he's very sexy. I don't think he's a douchebag, though. You don't think that's like, well, I mean, you know him personally. I'm talking off of a team. I mean, again, I've met him that one time. We did a live together. Again, Summer House cast was super, super kind and supportive of us. A couple of the housewives of Dallas reached out. We well, love Dallas. Yeah, Brandy reached out. She was really nice. I love Brandy and uh, Stephanie. Enough. The Shaw's the Sunset. I don't know That's called. crazy to me that they didn't do that. That they I don't know. They called you because they have not called me. No. <laughs> Trust me, honey. They ain't and called. has Padma Lakshmi called you? Oh yeah. First full Indian cast on American television on your same network. Yeah, that's. I mean, and I love that too like and I actually wanted to ask you she has not even acknowledged us like she is not but don't worry like and funny because Sunday night we aired Sunday nights and Sunday night our last episode um it was our last episode Sunday night and then Monday 
the very next day, Never Have I Ever came out on, oh. on Netflix. Netflix. I, and obviously, Mindy Kaling is brilliant. I love her. None of that was planned. It was coincidental. It worked that way. Yeah. I do very much believe that Never Have I Ever got an audience that family karma and more of that and went to never i i do believe that she got a viewership that she wouldn't have gotten had happened i think that's a fair assessment i think that's a totally fair assessment yeah so because bravo people like when something ends they're always like craving more more of it craving more right exactly that's um so we ended on a Sunday and it was just eight episodes and everybody's like, what, what? We want more. We want more. Yeah. And never have I ever happened the very next day. And I 100% believe that she got an audience that wouldn't have been present mm-hmm. um, had family karma not happened. Um, but I'll tell you, Padma Lakshmi, Priyanka Chopra, um, everybody, everybody's all over the Netflix shows, including End in Matchmaking, but we were the first, we like literally were the first full Indian cast on American television and our, and Padma Lakshmi, Lily Singh belongs to NBC Universal. Yeah. Right. I'm actually so surprised that your show didn't blow up even more, like in a good light. Like you guys, I feel like you guys should have been on like Good Morning America. (laughs) Well, in fairness, we probably would have been, but we couldn't do any we were yeah. shut down so i in fairness we missed out on an opportunity and like um an experience that most people got that we didn't yeah. get because we couldn't do any in-person press everything was like this it was on zoom yeah um that's that's but even though that which that totally does rob you of a opportunity and of publicity yeah. i feel like because it was during covid and everyone was like looking for this and that and this and that to watch it totally probably helped you in that way Um, i mean i just exactly what i said about never have i ever with us like pushing audience towards them i know for a fact that we got an audience because people were sitting at home right yeah we knew we knew going into filming and having the show that we were going to attract the indians in america because they were going to be curious Mm -hmm. we knew that but we got such a, we got everybody. Yeah. Got everybody watching because everybody was just stuck at home on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Yep. All of a sudden there was no live sports. Yep. Right. You know, yeah. Which is a like big sport, sport. sporting yeah. event night, right? There were I mean, no Sunday's a great light. air night for anything, you know, exactly. even it's like, that's a perfect air slot. Is that what it's called? An air, air mm-hmm. time, air slot? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like we were Sunday night right after Atlanta. Are you joking? That's amazing. Yeah. Atlanta too. We were going to be right after Atlanta, which was going to give us a good big viewership. Yeah. Um, of a certain demographic, right? Of like a ethnic cultural demographic. Sure. We all of a sudden had the entire nation watching because everybody was just stuck at home. Mm-hmm. And because we came in light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody was looking for light. And I feel like you guys are all so likable. Not not everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's just like that also people 
now in our country are in a state of wanting to educate themselves more and being that you are an all Indian cast, that's very like, I want to learn about this. Like, and then, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like after I watched you guys, I'm Netflixing uh, documentaries about Indian culture and like, you know, wanting to learn just more about it. What's really funny is, um, well, and, and yes, so like we, again, we came in light. I think we were at that point, the world in America was looking for something light because it was like chicken little at the moment, at that time, right? Everybody was like, what is happening? The world is going to end. We were all losing our minds over shit. Um, we were in a very weird, contentious space as far as elections are concerned, who was running the country. We were, there was a lot of different movements that were happening at the time that were super, super important. So again, I think that we came in at a time where people were like, just looking to like, not use, not be <laughs> about anything on it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not yelling, I'm not screaming. I don't need to be passionate about these people. I don't need to like mute them. It's just gonna be easy. Yeah. So I think we came in being easy and then I will tell you, I, it's, it's funny because I watch everything that has, like, I love Bollywood. I love Indian movies. I love Indian shows. I'm telling you girls, like Netflix is what Netflix India is producing and churning out. Not real. It's amazing. (laughs) Fucking amazing i will give you girls a list please do watch on netflix about how real and i realize that we need to like come in telling individual stories right like we're showing america who we are we're breaking away from a stereotype of what we've been thought to be to the nation so we need to tell these individual stories slowly but like the reality of it is I lived in Bombay for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Which is like so freaking cool. <laughs> they are there are leaps and bounds ahead of us. Oh, like yeah. dealing with on family karma and never have I ever is child's play. I will I will tell you girls to watch shows that are scripted and Netflix India is producing and churning them out like this like this and the content is amazing when we're done I want you to dm us and give us a list and I will they're all in English tonight yeah it's insane like O'Malley and I started one today's Thursday O'Malley and I started one on Monday and by like by Wednesday he's like are you joking? That was only six episodes. That was only seven episodes. I need more. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for that. I can't wait to hear that. Yeah. Now, yeah, is Mally so. living there with you? Or are you guys still long distance? We are still long distance, but he's here at the moment. Okay. And things are good with you too? We, well, you're going to have to watch. <laughs> I, yeah, I, we're here. I thought, I thought your relationship was really sweet. And I, Thank I, you. I wanted really to see cute. some more of it. Cause I, I feel like too. we didn't see the him that much of him on the show initially. Yeah. Well, I it's tough, to you know, with him traveling back and forth and he's also 50 years old and he's a business owner. He's yeah. Like, like, yeah. He got big boy shit going fun, on. Babe. Now <laughs> at like, the end of season one, you were going to move there. And then did you mm-hmm. not be cut for, for what reason? Did you just decide you didn't want to move there or? 
And you can add to one season two. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I can't wait for season two already. God damn. So how, what is the biggest change after being on TV for you? Like any change, big changes in your life? Or do you feel like it's just same old same? I want to say a little bit of both because again, we got, it, it was just a weird time. Like nothing was normal in any of our lives. So I don't think any of us can be like, oh, it's the same old, same old, right? Like no, about yeah. any of our lives, everything changed immensely. Um, as far as like what happened to my world because I was on television, it just, it, it made me sit up and become acutely aware of how everything I say and do is now a thing. Mm-hmm. That's hard and though, right? It's hard as shit. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. It's hard as shit because I don't always have the kindest, most mindful thoughts. I'm a kind person. I'm a mindful person, but I'm not that 24 seven. You know, and it, it just, it becomes really hard to be that person on social media that has to be, that has to be super mindful and aware of the world we live in. Also know that my real life people and friends are like, she's full of shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. Never heard her give a shit about that before. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, really? We're totally. Yeah. Totally. So it, it's, it's really weird because it's like you're in this space where, you know, you have some sort of, and I mean, and I'm not saying this to sound like a narcissist because I'm like a blip on the radar. Who the hell is Bali? Nobody, nobody. <laughs> we love or, you. <laughs> how many of her thousands of people that follow me on social media? Like, I've got to be socially, mm-hmm. aware, socially relevant, socially mindful, and as authentic as you want me to be, they don't realize that the canceled world actually doesn't allow that. I totally out. understand that. Yeah. I totally understand that. That makes like yeah. the world that we live in because eyes are on us doesn't really allow us. You want us to be, uh, we are, we are supposed to be authentic, but you know, I, I'm not that every single moment. And that was, that's been, that's been challenging to navigate. Like, I've got to be mindful and aware of so many different issues and um, passion, like things that people are passionate about. And I mean, you know, I didn't post enough during the election. So I had so many DMs of people hating on me and saying, and that's so, but what the hell are you supposed to post about the election? Just go vote because (laughs) you can't post your opinion because then you'll get attacked. Yep. And and, and guess what? And if I'm posting an opinion and I'm saying go vote, then my best friends are like, like, bitch, you don't go vote. (laughs) (laughs) So like you said, exactly. They're like, dude, you sleep through this shit. (laughs) <laughs> right. Yeah. So you said like, you are a blip on the radar. I'm even a 
smaller blip on that radar. I have a like a local blog here. I only have like 5,000 followers. And I had someone, one person a couple months ago, I posted my opinion about something and she came for me. She was like attacking me. And I'm like, I'm literally a nobody. Like, I mean, mean, so many people, you know, came to like have my back, but I cannot imagine it on your scale. Like, it's intense. It's intense. And it's also intense because. I have a very, I have a child who's at that cusp. Yep. He's at that age where there's a fine line, right? Like where, you know, teenagers think they're know-it-alls, right? They've got mm-hmm. answers. They know everything. Um, Give me a break. I gave birth to her and she came out being 18 years old. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Knowing everything. Yeah. Um, So there's a fine line in like how, and there was nothing normal about the experience for her and I, because here she is coming back from college from an experience of being taken away from her while her mom is blowing up on a social media platform that she should be thriving at. Yeah. Right blue check and people are saying that her mom is hot here's the thing she's always known that her mom is hot she's always known that she's got a cool mom but now the whole world knows and that's not fun for her anymore (laughs) i like i get that but i mean hell i mean you couldn't be my mom i would love it if you were my mom (laughs) i remember all the press i was doing then during we were during airing and all the press that we were doing virtually everybody's like how do you deal with twitter hate how do you deal with this and that and blah blah and i'm like I live with fucking Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's amazing. You're like, I'm used to this. I live with Twitter. You think I'm worried about what people are saying about me at 11 p.m.? Like, they got shit on my my shit like this. (laughs) So, yeah, that's, that's what I learned. Like, it went from being who I am as Bali in my world to learning how to navigate to being the Bali in everybody's world. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like a weight, like, you know, it's like, it's super fun. You're filming with your friends. You got like, you know, the followers, but like, we talk about this all the time, whenever we are discussing this and that from whatever show. And we're always like, you have to understand what it's like for these people to physically be like judged for everything they do in people are so quick to be negative and hateful and judge you on every little thing you do. And it's just like, it has to be really exhausting and you have to really learn how to block it out. I'd imagine. It's, it's, it's exhausting. Social media is honestly, it's a full-time job. Oh yeah. It's a full-time job. It's exhausting. And here's the thing, like everybody loves the gay guy. Mm-hmm. pause right totally oh, yeah I mean I'm not gay <laughs> right you, you don't got a thing I don't have a thing right yeah for sure I don't have a hashtag right yeah you know and I, <laughs> I don't I, have a hashtag yeah. I tell Kelly that all the time with our show I'm like we're just like two cute little white girls like we don't have a thing we have to work 10 times harder yeah. to get people to notice us because we're just like normal you right. know like we exactly. don't have a thing 
So like, there's no like, oh, well, you know, you're at an age where, you know, like freezing your eggs and like, you need yeah. to, that's a thing. There's, there's empathy there. There's relatability there. There's, I don't have a thing. Right. Right. 46 year old bitch. <laughs> I love that. I mean, to me, your thing is like, I'm okay. So I have a friend that is Indian and I called him up uh, last week before obviously our interview. And I just wanted to like talk to him and educate myself a little bit more about your culture. And just so I didn't come off sounding like an idiot. <laughs> and, um, I told him, I was like, she was like crazy rich in Bombay and she had this button on the side of her bed and someone would come and tickle her arm. And he was like trying to ask me more questions. I was like, listen, bro, I don't know what she did, who she was married to or anything like that. But I just know <laughs> the bitch had a button and someone tickled her arm. <laughs> I so much. Like, that's amazing. So like, amazing. would someone just come and like rub your feet every night before bed if you told them to? Every single night. That was a thing. I need that in my life. <laughs> And I was like, and I was, you know, and again, like now I think about it. And when I tell the story, when I say it, people are like, oh my God, you're such a bitch. And I'm like, but when you're you're living that life, that's the life. Yeah. No, that you're not a bitch. They're fucking jealous. Everyone (laughs) wants that button. Yeah. No, and like literally they would rub, she would rub, her name was Nona and she would rub my leg. And the poor girl literally would like, be falling asleep and I would watch her doze and I would like like twitch my ankle so it would wake her up and she would start again stop it oh my god (laughs) that's amazing I love that (laughs) isn't that awful but it's no like it's what's hey man that's 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 life you know that you you gotta have the I mean, have the person that gets tickled and the one doing the tickling. That's like, I listen. Now, like, I'm not even doing the tickling anymore. I don't know the fuck I'm doing anymore. <laughs> Has your daughter been able to see her dad since COVID? Because I know that um, boundaries are shut, you know? Yeah. It's been tough. It's been tough. Now, but they FaceTime all the time. I'm sorry? Do you guys have a good relationship with each other? Well, again, Anushka's, there's no, like I said, on season one, there's really no jurisdiction. Like he lives in a different country. I live in a different country. So no, like Wednesday, every other weekend. Right. There's none of that. Um, Do we have a good relationship? An ex is an ex for a reason. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Parent, you know what I mean? We parent well. That's good. I mean, she's, she's going to be taken care of though. Exactly. And she that's is, all that and matters, hope, you know. And that, that's that's really all that matters to Like me. she's gonna be safe to have it all for the yeah. rest of her life. You know, she's, 100%. she's fine. A hundred percent. And you know um, he's he, yeah, he's he's a good dad and they've got a great relationship and that's all that matters. Yeah, that's good. If you and I were if, if we had a good relationship, we'd still be married. Right. Now, how is her relationship with O'Malley? Who's Anushka and her? Yeah. Oh my God, they're friends. They're great. I, it seemed that way. Like, like they're great. Before, we didn't get they really are. As much. Oh, speaking yeah. of, look who's walking in. <laughs> oh, hi. How are you all? Good. How are you? Look at him. Look at him. Thank he's you. coming to it's give like me. It's like he's your tickler. <laughs> <laughs> 
So speaking of, how is your business going? Now, how do you pronounce it? Because we were trying to Google it and we didn't want to like bosh it. No, Sharon. Okay, that was right. Okay. No, Sharon. It's going well. I mean, it's going translated it. And I was like, I can't say that. I can't say that. (laughs) No, Sharon literally means no shame. That's cool. I like that. Having no shame. Yeah. Um, We came up with it because. So I, like, of all of us in the cast, I'm the only one that's actually lived in India, and I speak it, I speak, I read, write, speak it fluently. Um, So a lot of my English, when I'm speaking, like, with my auntie friends, is, like, Hinglish. Like, like and we're all, like, talking like this, and I'm like, oh, my God, you know, I can't believe those boys last night had no sharam. So I was, like, talking to Anisha. (laughs) like the day after fire tower because she was asking how it went and I was like telling her what happened I'm like oh my god those boys have no charm and she's like I love the way you say that so it kind of just stuck um and that's how we came up with like calling our business that because Anisha and I for the most part live you know we we pretty like what you see is what you get with us like I like that about her too I think she's like we own the fact that we're mental patients (laughs) we love that I loved her interactions with her grandparents specifically they're so cute I loved him so much like I thought he was the cutest human he's so cute and and again he's like so empowering he's actually like like her biggest cheerleader and like doesn't about like any of the things that the society is stressing her out about or what she thinks the society needs for her to do um, they're just so, so cute. And thankfully they're all safe and healthy, which is awesome. Yeah. That's and great. Sean's part of the business too, right? He is. Yeah. I thought so. That's like, be- so I bought this because it was right after the season aired and I was first following Anisha on Instagram and it was during COVID and I'm wearing sweats every freaking day. And I'm like, yep. I need a cute sweatshirt or something and then I was like big big energy hello that like yeah. resonates with like hi here I am energy. Hello. Hello. Yeah. and I love it I wear it all the time yeah so it's uh, yeah so it's myself Anisha and Sean and um Sean's mom and I are like best friends she's like one of my close and I are like really close friends um and and Sean is just like he's just he's just great and like he is what I would call a coconut, which is like brown on the outside, white on the inside. <laughs> and he's just, he's just like us. He's like, he's not worried about what anybody's saying or doing. And again, as far as my story is concerned, you know, when I told it on Family Karma that I've been married and divorced twice, like that, that's a big deal in our culture. Yeah. Right. Like being married and divorced period, let alone twice. And to be fair, I think that's a big deal in like, any culture yeah Yeah. for sure like yeah yeah I would say that's a thing that would people would speak about or like yeah it's it's a thing that's your thing (laughs) yeah that's but like somebody send me a clever hashtag because I'm like we'll think of one for you we'll think of one (laughs) third time's a charm um so when I told my story on family karma I mean I think I was just comfortable telling it because it wasn't new. I had already told it. Everybody that I loved and was in my support system and my group already knew. And I had already passed all of that. Yeah. 
Um, it was just telling it newly to the world. Mm -hmm. um, so I knew like, I knew I wasn't going to be crying about it. I knew none of my family members were going to be crying about it because those years were gone. But I knew that I'd be reaching out and talking to an audience, especially in our Indian community and culture, where like the women need to know that divorce is not the death of you. Right. It's it's really not. Like I mean, staying in an unhappy marriage might be the death of you. <laughs> correct. You know. Um, so that's kind of how like you know and then and anisha living at home dating going through a breakup going over it sean being just fabulous and <laughs> having the compound we were like yeah we're we're seriously shameless because we're telling our story and we have we're not apologizing for it because i love that yeah it's, what's it like working with the, your friends it's you, you guys always do you agree on everything you all vibe well just like well, again it's funny that you it's funny that you say working with because it's not even work. I'm telling you, there were moments where I was like, give me a script. Yeah. Like moments that it definitely felt like work. Yeah. <laughs> with some of them, it definitely felt like it was a job. Um, but like, no. And you have, like, what people don't realize is that in my actual world, I don't give a fuck what Monica and Brian are doing. <laughs> 27 right like that's not like you're not so relevant to you that's not on my radar right do you know what I mean that's not on my radar but now that we're on a show and there's a storyline that we're gonna run with it now I have to have an opinion yeah I actually don't care right <laughs> for sure that makes sense I yeah. don't care like I would never be in the keys with any I, I would never be in keys yeah that trip was interesting <laughs> so yeah so it's interesting because like if we disagree and agree it's not because we are friends that that are that are invested emotionally in the same situation and we are having a disagreement it's because for me at least it, it was just and again, like for me, at least it was just always coming from a place of having some sort of insight, right? Like a life experience insight. And it was, I feel like there were so many moments where I looked like I was just stirring the pot or like being bitchy or, or like, um, just meddling and having like no life. I feel like we don't the think the matter is the truth of the matter is a, I don't care. I have a really, really busy life. And if you, I was always just coming from a place of no one cares. Yeah. Right. Nobody gives a shit. But again, you're on television. So you've got to make it a thing. Yeah. You've got to have an opinion. You've got to care. But like in real life, I don't give a fuck what Monica's doing. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I feel like we like that. So we may have a different opinion than other viewers because we are, we are much, we are very much like that. And like, if we don't like something, we say that we don't like that, you know, yeah. sometimes at, you know, it's not that we're mean, but we're just honest sometimes to a fault. And I feel like that's how you are. Well, and, that, and that's the thing. Like I was just, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. 
no, no, you're fine. I was just like, you know, blabbering. No, I, I remember <laughs> one of our last scenes that we were filming, it was so eye-opening to me because again, production comes in and they're doing a job. And listen, they work for a network that churns these episodes and seasons. Bam, bam, bam. They go from us and they move on and they go from us and they move on. Um, when you're coming from Summer House to us and then going to Dallas, yeah, we are, we are working. We are work. Right. <laughs> the producers are not working. Yeah, you're right. For sure. I give, give them give them a full bar and you have your 12 episodes. Right. Yeah, totally. No work involved there. That shit is unraveling on its own. Yeah. You go to one of the housewife franchises or Vanderpump fran you know, Vanderpump or Shaw's, that's it. You get them on one thing and the, the nobody's working. They came to Family Karma and they're like, oh fuck, we gotta work. <laughs> <laughs> We got pulled out of these people. <laughs> and it's the first time for all of us. And I remember one of my last scenes, one of the producers said to me, you know, about, and they're meant to do that, right? They're meant to like make you feel like you're not coming across strong or you're not coming across super like relevant. And, you know, you've got to do like, you got to like up your game. You got to up your game. You know, we don't want your scenes to be canceled. And I remember one of the producers saying to me, you know, you're the only one. And I'm like, oh, she was miking me before I entered the scene. And I'm like, oh my God, are you guys excited to go back home? It's the end, this, that, and the other. How are things looking? And she's like, no, it's looking great. But again, they're supposed to like- Turn the, like, yeah. yeah. Like, right? Just have you like- just elevate to a different level. And she's like, you know, you're the only one this entire season that hasn't cried. So you need to be like, my advice to you is to be a little bit more authentic and vulnerable because that's not coming across because you're the only one this season that hasn't cried. And you're like, bitch, I don't cry. <laughs> no, but I looked at her and I was like, I think it is, I said, I just realized three months later when you guys came in saying you're we are family you're lying this is actually your job yeah, yeah. nobody in my family wants to see me cry at the age of 44 mm -hmm. after i've been divorced not once but twice raised my kid mm -hmm. totally at 44 I, I should be happy. Right. Yeah, I exactly. should be happy. At 44, I should have my shit together. Right. 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 And I just realized that this is your job. And me being miserable makes your job easier. Yes. That, yeah. That's yeah. hard. And it, that's what's super interesting about reality TV is that the ones that have their shit together are the ones that don't come back for seasons are either being oh. or fired or they're boring because I'm just like, here's the thing. There's no 44. I'm finally in a relationship that I'm happy in. Mm -hmm. A chore man that respects me and loves me like no nothing else. My daughter is a senior in high school. She's gorgeous. She's thriving and about to go away to college. My parents are healthy. 
I'm in a good place. I have a great support system and a great community of friends. I've got two homes. I travel. I look great for my age. Yes, queen. Oh, yeah. we said so, that. <laughs> I'm not trying to belittle anybody else's tears, but you cannot expect me to cry about the same things that Monica cries about or what Michelle's crying about or what Amrit is going through or what Anisha is stressed about because not because I'm belittling their journey, but that's just not your life. And you've already gone through that. Right. Gone through it. Yeah. 10 years ago. They're like- so much younger. You cannot expect me to cry. My Monica's triggers and my triggers cannot be the same. Right. They and won't. if they are, if you caught me in Brian's room at three in the morning. Yeah. I walked out of there and been like, oh my God, his dick is so Right. <laughs> I wouldn't be yelling and screaming at anybody. Right, for right. sure. You know what I mean? I'd just be like, oh my God, thank God for Amelie because he's thick just like my milkshakes. Yes, yes. He's exactly like I like my milkshakes, white and thick, honey. <laughs> yes, queen, yes. Love that. <laughs> so you're not going to have the same triggers. Like, I didn't cry, so I'm not relatable. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, that's. That should actually be pretty amazing to the Indian women that are in miserable marriages that watch me. Yeah. I'm sure you are very inspirational to not just Indian women, but to women all over the place. I I think so. And I got a lot of love for it. So I, but again, it was just a turning point where I realized, oh, we're not family. I shouldn't trust you. Right. Right, For sure. I shouldn't trust you. Don't come here telling me I should trust you. I shouldn't. I mean, I get it. At the end of the day, we're all selling something, right? We're all we're selling something totally um I, I i just said listen i have three triggers anushka my parents and o'malley and it's not necessarily in that order every single time it just right. circumstances yeah to me six months from now when she's leaving for college you want to see me cry yeah we'll see <laughs> you cry then right no you're gonna have to call 911 fucking <laughs> myself. like you, you want to cause for me yeah. Right. Right. Catch me then, baby. <laughs> Catch me then. But like, no, I'm not reacting to Monica screaming at me and telling me she needs a life. I no, please. I'm not reacting to low. When Vishal finally said, and I finally found out what happened at the gala, I was like, all of this is because your mother-in-law doesn't like you. Right. Yeah. Right. So, right. Um, like you didn't get to- that's never happened to me. Yeah. Oh, Lofa said she doesn't like him for Richa. I'm like, give me a fucking break. She wasted that much airtime. <laughs> yeah. When I was at that gal looking fabulous and they didn't even show me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, do you watch Bravo? Do you watch like all the shows? Yeah. Did you watch them before? Not all. I don't watch all. I'm going to tell you what I've gotten really sick of. Mm-hmm. Lay it on me. There's just too many fucking below decks. I can't. How did I know you were going to say that? I, I felt like you were going to say that. So I was originally a huge below deck fan. Hey. And when they started doing the sailing and stuff, I could not get on board with that. I couldn't. Well, and, and I would get on board with it if there, maybe. I was a huge below deck fan because I love, I love traveling, right? Yeah. So I've been all over the world. I love traveling. I love seeing like, being fabulous, being on a yacht, going, oh, I've been there. 
Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. But like, it's almost like there are no breaks. Yeah. It's like a constant it's, below deck. Yeah. And it's on all day long. All day. Like, I rather you be showing like season two, season three, season four of like various housewives than fucking below deck on repeat. Yeah. It's I can't. I can't. Give me like the first OC. Yes. Binge yeah. all day. OC New York. I'll binge all of it. All of it. But below deck, it comes on and I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. You, I saw you just posted about uh, Teresa. So you watched New Jersey last night. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. So She's funny. Special. She can't talk. <laughs> I love Teresa. Like I, I love her. I love her, but she like, she, she can't talk. The girl can't talk. Yeah. <laughs> she just, and it's so weird because it almost seems like whatever she touches turns to gold. Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. She in this cancel world, that bitch is not getting canceled. And the shit comes out of her mouth. Yep. It's ridiculous. And I'm like, <laughs> like it's hilarious i just couldn't i was like i'm just more matter right <laughs> that and then people are gonna yell at me because i'm indian and i'm supposed to speak the queen's english and then i'm never gonna be called back for any kind of season of anything right and she can't even get a freaking phrase right oh that's known God. like all over she the world is, she is but my favorite i think not i think my favorite is sonia yeah, oh, we love Sonia. Sonia's yeah. Sonia's a classic. Yeah, and funny enough, even before, like way before Bravo was in my life, way before Family Karma was in my life, and I thought I'd be on Bravo, um, I would always joke with my friends. I'm like, I'm going to be Sonia Morgan, and that's like my biggest, like, that's actually like my biggest guilty pleasure because I don't want to say it out loud because it makes me sound like one of these batshit crazy. <laughs> I'm like, I have a feeling when I grow up, I'm going to be Sonia Morgan. I love that for I you. Sonia. I do gonna, too. You know, she Good has luck. an OnlyFans. Do you see her promoting her OnlyFans on her Instagram? What is that? Can you guys teach? Because I'm so bad. I don't know what that means either. The OnlyFans is basically like, um, it's a pay for subscription. So people can post like nudes. They can post like fetish videos but they could also post like fitness videos and like whatever so what's the difference from like that and your actual so it's 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 basically like porn and people make (laughs) yeah Yeah, like so like you could like i could sit here and post a photo and like if i'm like sitting here just like you know looking cute and then i'll have like sensors over my tits just pretend my shirt's not on and then you'll say like pay me fit $20 and I'll send you the same photo, but naked. And then like people pay the fuck people up. like pay you $20 and then I mean, you make like a fucking million dollars. Here's and it's the thing I don't think there's anything wrong with that there. I've seen like TikToks of girls, like paying off their law school debt by having an only fans. You think oh, I, don't, naked I mean, I didn't say I can do it. I didn't say I can do it, but I give people a lot of credit that do it. Good for you. Let me tell you, if you've got the balls to put it out there, go for it. There's like, I, if somebody would teach me how to work social media, 
I'm good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, Please. Not on I would do it. I'm, I'm literally, I'm all my friends are like, you need to post more. You need to have more content. You need to post more. And I'm like, hard. Yeah, you not, have to get the right angles. And then you're like taking 1200 fucking photos. And it's just like, it's a lot. And here's the thing again, I don't come from that generation. Right. All my conversations need to be documented. Right. I'm actually one of those people that will sit down with my girlfriends and talk so much shit because I grew up in a generation where nothing was, you didn't have to document everything. Right. So I forget. And then like a lot of times after I'm done something, saying something fantastic, they're like, oh my God, where are the cameras now? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I mean, we didn't even grow up like that either. Like I got my first cell phone and it was literally like a pay by minute at the age of 17. So, I mean, I didn't have a, you know, I had my first smartphone was like a broke ass Blackberry. And I think I was 21. Like, wow. I, you know, yeah. I, mean, I, I was mean, in college, but I was, yeah, I'm a little bit. Oh my older. God, you fucking bitches with your age. But <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm the old one of all, like, of our friend group. So I always feel what you feel. I feel like I'm super young here. I mean, I'm 31. Okay. I'm not a baby. <laughs> you're a baby. <laughs> what? Like that's literally you and Anushka are the same. <laughs> Get out of here. She's in college. Yeah, she's 19 going on bitch. It's not- <laughs> All right. So we usually like to end our chats with a little bit of like either a game or trivia. So okay. um out of your cast members. Um, we have a couple questions of like, who would you blah, blah, blah. So okay. we'll do, I'll, so of of anybody on the show with you. Are we doing a fuck, Mary kill here? No, no, no. Uh, I didn't do that. That's easy. That's easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So which cast member would you choose to be stranded on a desert island with? Sean, because he's very, very resourceful and he'd get us out. Oh, I like that. That's Love a great that. He's super resourceful. And I don't, I mean, again, this girl is not so cool, cool, and is not that cute in the sun. I go from this to Michelin tire in <laughs> minutes, in minutes. Mich- so, she says Michelin tire. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. See, am I allowed to be canceled? Because like, is that a thing that I'm, am I allowed to say? say I mean, that's a tie. It's a I car mean, part. Okay, I think you're okay. So yeah. Cause like this one gets frizzy, sweaty, Michelin tire. And <laughs> so Sean, because he'd get us out quick. Love right? that. Love that. All right. Which cast member would you like cook you dinner? Let me, Anisha, she's a fucking fantastic cook. Really? Love that. Fantastic. Anisha is a great host, great cook. I want to, I want to talk to Anisha. I think that she would be so much fun. Yeah, she's a blast. I I think she's together. And I feel like I can relate to her because like she's 35, like working on her business, living at home. Hello, that's my life. That's Kelly, right? (laughs) You should talk to her. We'll have to have you reach out. Amazing. All right, Kyle, go ahead. All right, so which cast member would you let buy all of your clothes? None of them. 
Yeah, no, I'm not trusting right. any. Not anymore. happening. <laughs> I'm there with you. Which cast member would you let babysit if you know you had a baby? I mean, Monica. There you go. She'd probably be a good. <laughs> yeah, choice. I think she would keep the kid alive for sure. She would be attentive. Seen, I mean, with her like teaching her dancing classes and stuff, I feel like she seems very nurturing. Sure. All right. Um, Put her base. <laughs> which which cats never would you let plan a vacation for you? None of them. <laughs> Anisha. Anisha. Okay. Anisha. Okay. If it wasn't me, then Anisha. Who planned the keys trip? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember. Were, was the hotel nice though? Because that's like my the hotel biggest. was actually really pretty. Okay, so like the bed was. Uh, I will give him that. The hotel was actually really lovely. I had my own suite. There was, uh, I think I even said it. We were like served in glass, which is important. Yeah, yeah. I'm an adult. Totally. Uh, I need silverware. So, um, yeah, I can't. The hotel was really nice, but if if I wasn't planning a trip, I'd let Anisha. Yeah, fair enough. I love it. Yeah, Anisha seems. I guess I could say this to her, but she's looking fucking bomb. Yeah. Isn't she gorgeous? Girlfriend yeah. has went from like a 10 to a 20 and it's, she had a glow up. it's, she's she looking looked, so she, fucking she hot. She has literally one of the most ridiculously perfect faces. She, yeah. Gorgeous. She's beautiful. Like if you think about it, think of like, think of your Disney princess. Think of any. Yes. Disney yeah oh my god that's like those features think of every disney princess has the big eyes right it's just different colors and different characters yeah anisha's face is of a disney princess you're right she is the eyes the nose she's her bone structure that girl's bone structure is not normal yeah (laughs) she's gorgeous fantastically gorgeous she is super hot She's fantastically beautiful. Yeah, we we need to talk to her. Yeah, we'll reach out. You should. You should talk to both of us together because oh, oh that yes. would be fun. That would be, fun. That would be fun. All right, we'll get it. We'll get on the books. All right. So, can you tell our listeners where you can where, where they can find you and your business? Like your uh, well, I'm on Instagram, Bali Be Bali, uh, and you go to NoSharmMerch.com for all of our lifestyle luxury wear and accessories and you know what just dm me because i'm 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 pretty accessible i chat yeah you answered us (laughs) even with the the, uh business whenever i ordered this i think i dm'd anisha and i'm not kidding you she responded back within like five minutes yeah we're really really good with that like yeah we're super mindful like we don't take it you know again i'm only going to speak for anisha and i uh, cause she's the one I'm the closest to, but we're super mindful about like, we don't take this opportunity for granted. We don't take the experience for granted. And, um, yeah, just DM me, go to nosharmerch.com and, um, just, just come hang out, come to Miami, come hang out. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I would love that. Give my address. Like somebody was like, oh my God, you're at this restaurant. My mom makes exactly what you're eating even better. And I'm like, okay. And <laughs> the next thing I know, they're at my doorstep giving it to me because I gave my address. Oh, oh my God. That's, that's not awesome. That's also like, <laughs> right. O'Malley's like, you totally just gave 
the address to somebody and I'm like, mm -hmm. Do you, do you have a ring? Like you need to make sure that you're like security. Ring doorbell. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like real, like it's very much real life because the experience of like the whole red carpets, press, all of that was taken away from us. So like yeah. really family karma happened, but just like you girl, I was in sweats and a mask. <laughs> I love yeah but I feel like once season two comes out you guys will get your shining moment I don't know but look like this I look like every girl in Miami right <laughs> yeah it's you gotta get true. one of those clear shields <laughs> right that's funny so, well we're really excited for season two and thank you so much for taking time out of your day to talk absolutely. to us are you joking this was my pleasure completely thank awesome. you so much Bali this was such a pleasure thank you girls I love it thank Relevant. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye. Good night. Thanks for listening to Bravo Group Chat. Please like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Follow us on social media at Bravo Group Chat.